The Crossroads of Divorce Community is a community of people who are or have experienced the pain of divorce. The journey that each person travels is a unique journey, while many of the feelings and emotions are shared. Each person's journey is important. In today's episode, we sit down and visit with the Fresh Start Divorce Recovery alumni to hear their story of pain and growth. I'm Priscilla. And I'm Joey. And from Circle O Productions, this is Crossroads of Divorce. So today our friend Meredith is joining us. And uh, Meredith, before we get started in hearing your story, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little context of who Meredith is. Okay, um, I'm 48 years old, lifelong Memphian, born and raised here in Memphis, lived here most of my life. I did go away to school for college and graduate school and first job, but found myself back in this area in the early 2000s uh, to be a little bit closer to family before having yeah. children. Yeah. That's great. And then and then uh, you you sounds like gone through a lot of education. Have a master's degree? I do. Master's degree plus um, some hours towards my doctorate. Wow. Nice. I worked for uh, 20 years in the educational field, um, loved it, and enjoyed working with children and families. And it was, um, yeah, a great part of my career journey. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. And so tell us a little bit more, like um, your your ex, you're divorced. How long have you been divorced? It was final in August of 2022. Okay. And so uh, you've had a little bit of time to start adjusting but still it's fairly new but back up and and talk to us a little bit about tell us that story of of kind of i'm sure you were excited about getting married (laughs) and man this is going to be great it's going to be just um uh, just a fairy tale lifestyle, right? That's what we all think. We're going down the aisle. Cinderella. <laughs> right. You, you all do kind of think that. Um, sure. I married maybe a little bit later, later 20s. I think I was 27. And yes, I did meet and know my spouse from, we went to the same rural university. Um, didn't date until after graduate school, but found ourselves working in the same place and kind of met and um, I would say dated maybe a year before getting yeah. married. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were going on almost 20 years of marriage when the divorce happened. So I'm right. 48. I guess I was 47 when the whole process, the separation started in maybe November of 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, in some ways it was shocking. In some ways you, you do kind of see some signs and some things coming. Yeah, yeah. you can look back and see. Oh, that was something. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so as you were as you were getting into it, you know, often we'll hear people say, well, that was a red flag or a friend said this and and I kind of got crossways with the friend because I didn't agree with them. But then here they are some years later kind of acknowledging the friend was probably right. Did you have any kind of indication that y'all's relationship you know would be challenging it's all challenging right because we're humans but just that it might result eventually in a divorce were there any red flags that you had early on well i would say we were really good friends good co-parents um i would say to the outside world to most people they would probably be pretty shocked when they learned of our divorce um put up a good front 
Yeah. Um, I would say about 10 years in, mm-hmm. I started to feel a disconnect that mm-hmm. I questioned. And I would ask my spouse, is there something wrong? I don't, I don't feel like we're really connected. I feel like from that point forward, right. we really did start to drift off into our own activities. And, um, but, you know, we still put on that good Facebook family sure, front good you know Christmas from the outside card. looking out everybody yeah. would have thought it was just perfect and fine right. um, um i started to see some things and found out about some infidelity when my child was probably in middle school and i'm, I'm not one to overly share i, I didn't mm-hmm. really tell anybody in my family i told one friend one college friend i reached out to her and just right questioned it and really wasn't sure to where to go from there but yeah. it was kind of a time where our child had just started middle school we had just bought a new home mm-hmm. um and that wasn't really something that i was really ready to face or deal with right and so it's just easier to kind of sweep it under the rug you know my friend said to me you know you can get divorced and uh-huh. i was like no i can't i can't do that yeah. to my child what are you talking about and right then, um I have been parents that have been married over 50 years and yeah. i have a sibling who's been still married to a high school sweetheart and Mm -hmm. divorce just wasn't something i saw in my future it wasn't something we did and that just seemed like quitting or like a failure i just yeah no i don't quit at things and so i just kind of kept moving on and we addressed it but didn't really address it yeah and let me ask you as you said that you started noticing a little bit of a emotional separation if you will lack of kind of emotional connection so how did you start dealing with that you know did you was it more about pouring your life into your child was it more about were what 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 were the things like because there's a void there right and so what did you start feeling filling that void with that's a really good question yes you do i i felt like i threw myself into my career into my child and mm-hmm. um Maybe my child's activities and and that and then also a part of my journey is um, I went through an illness at mm. 39 that was mm-hmm. like a year long journey. I was a breast cancer survivor, oh, so wow. I, I went through yeah. a year of a surgery and chemo and right. and during that time I really had to focus on my health and there really wasn't a lot of extra time to be worried about any of those things. Yeah. Um, sure. I just had to put this kind of on the back burner i yeah, guess you only had an energy for it that much yeah yeah and so but you do you fill your life with you're the driver for the child and do this or that but um there yeah i don't know there's a lot of lonely times because you feel like you're in this relationship and publicly everyone thinks that it seems okay mm-hmm. um but i i think people can start to pick up on little signs it you know looking back i think people would think that they could start to tell that maybe we weren't as connected as we right. had once been. Yeah. It starts with like little things like, oh, they're not sending a family Christmas card this year. Mm-hmm. Wonder yeah. why. Or right. they're maybe not posting as many photos of together. Them. Yes. Um, I just think little things like that. So fast forward past my illness, past um, our child's middle school experience. And um, yeah, I did find out about some more infidelity and for some reason i don't know why i couldn't accept it before i couldn't see that divorce was an okay thing to do i uh-huh. i just couldn't get there right in my mind but you had so much going on there was and it's kind of a scary step to take right. like you know divorce 
would totally change what you're used to right. for yourself and for your child. Right. And also, you mentioned that word that I think all of us, it resonates with all of us, and that's loneliness. Just because you're married to someone doesn't mean that you cannot be extremely lonely. In a way, I think the loneliness is more than being single because you kind of know I'm single and you adjust your life. But with the marriage and loneliness of marriage, it really revolves around a lot of unmet expectations. And for you, it sounds like it also used to be there. Right. And so it had, and and so I'm curious, you said, you know, that you're pretty private. You don't really share a lot. So were you more in the mode of just sitting there in this kind of by yourself that your family wasn't aware, your close friends really weren't aware? You mentioned you shared it, I think, with, with one person. But but I just, I wonder, is that the way you kind of approached it? Was that the mindset? That's exactly it. I, I just, I didn't talk about it. I didn't share it with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I felt like that that was, I feel like maybe if I did share, I worried about people wondering about my choices and why would Mm -hmm. you stay in this Mm -hmm. if you feel that way and that there are other options and I didn't want to really be told what to do or that I needed to (laughs) react in a certain way and honestly I didn't want to um, like you said I didn't want to have to leave my home and the lifestyle Mm -hmm. that I had and I didn't want my child to be from a divorced house sure Um, and so those were kind of at the forefront of my mind as I was going through it um you know, fast forward to November of 2021, I found out some new information. And for some reason, that was just the breaking point for me. Right. I just was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You wake up and you think, I can't live like this forever. Right. And you just think, there's got to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. And so for sure, I did. I did call my sibling and a couple of close friends and said, Here's think, what's going on. I think I'm going to get a divorce. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't ever something I saw coming. It really, I I hadn't really strongly considered it. Right. You just got to that breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just following up on what you said, the kind of that isolation that you felt, and it sounds like part of that isolation was fear, I think, mm-hmm. because you were, you were saying that, because I don't, you do not seem like a person that's not very teachable or not open <laughs> to conversation and thoughts and dialogue. And, you know, you're not this highly opinionated, you know, no, it's my way or the highway. But yet you didn't want any input from people because I'm assuming you really kind of feared. Ultimately, you knew, man, this may be leading to a place I don't even kind of have the capacity to think about. Right. I, I mean, yes. I felt that way early on. Of, I couldn't even think about certain things at points. Is it, was that true? Is that kind of where you were? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know why I was so strong in the fact that I wasn't ready for it until just I reached that point and I was like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. And I, something well, has got to change. to to take in. And it's easier if you haven't told a lot of people about it, to kind of sweep it under the rug and not to really have to confront. And that way you don't have to hear what you didn't want to hear. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's it, true. I've also heard the quote. I don't know who who said it, and I'll butcher it, but something to the effect that we don't ever really want to change until the pain of what we're experiencing exceeds, you know, what we're going through. And once that pain gets enough, it's like, okay, I'm going to change now. Right. But it sounds like that's what happened for you at this certain point that you learned a little bit more. And that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think back to that day in November and I received this information and I called my spouse and we ended up meeting and one of the first things he said to me, he didn't say a lot, but one of the first things he said was, is there any way past this? And I looked at him and I said, no, there's there's not. There's nothing that can be done right. or changed. There's no amount of counseling. There's nothing that either one of us can do to fix this. This isn't fixable. Right. And that was hard for me to get to that point yeah. because I didn't want to believe that, I guess, in the beginning. Right. But then I finally realized if I was going to move forward and find any kind of happiness with my life. Yeah, you had to take that step. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's obvious that you you weighed all this very heavily. You took it seriously. We always want to kind of come back to that because um, doing a divorce recovery podcast, we're not pro-divorce. Um, we're actually anti-divorce. Right. You know, we <laughs> want families to work. We want marriages to work. Right. Um, and so... I know that weighed heavily on you, but yet patterns, I think that's a big thing that we hear from the Christian psychological counselors is is that repeated pattern of people um, often lead you to a point where you don't have any options. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where you were. You were at a place that I don't really have any options here. This is, you know, this has been going on and that has to be a hard place to, to reach, I would assume, but yet also um maybe some you know at least i'm getting direction versus just sitting in this right that's mm-hmm. true yeah. yeah so when you finally confronted your spouse and made the decision to proceed with the divorce i'm sure just all kinds of emotions that you were feeling at the time it was it was very emotional i think too also one big thing for us was being the parents of an only child Mm -hmm. so we had always been a group of three and telling our child was a difficult thing but yet i felt it was important that we all sit down together and have the discussion right um and and that was not an easy thing sure right you know yeah. to to get to that point but i felt it was important and i know not everyone does it that way but i was like we're gonna all three sit down together we're gonna discuss this and say what's happening and um yeah she was i will say she was blindsided i think uh-huh. looking back now a little that's a little bit older because she is an um, older teenager now graduated from high school but at the time I don't know if she just didn't want to see it or really couldn't see it. So she, mm-hmm. I think she was taken by surprise. Um, yeah, so she went through some shock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, that, and that's a big concern for any parent, um, whether you have one child or multiple, whatever it is, is the impact of what you are having to do um, is having on their life. Mm-hmm. Right. But it sounds like you really tried to be upfront, handle this in the best way that you could. <laughs> There's no right or wrong way, right? I mean, right. Mm-hmm. it's it's like uh, 
it's just making choices and doing the best thing in the situation right and i really i think because of her age um, maybe i would have felt differently if she was younger but as an older teenager i felt like word is going to get out yeah. and she's smart she's going to hear things sure and i'd rather it come from us the information First. and the story than it being heard somewhere else right yeah um, you'd rather and her I didn't get the wanna, firsthand knowledge yeah and i didn't want to tell other people until she was aware first that this mm-hmm. is what's going to be happening right. so after she was aware then we went ahead and told our parents and siblings and right started yeah. telling our friend groups and those kind of things mm-hmm. yeah mm. that's a heavy burden uh, and so i guess since you had kept it all private for so long what had been happening slowly throughout your marriage were i guess your family and friends for the most part were pretty shocked a lot of them were definitely shocked um it's funny you think people don't know things but then i will say my parents and my sibling were like we were kind of starting to notice some things or question maybe it wasn't quite as great as yeah it seemed right exactly (laughs) But I think they worried the night that I came and told them because I had gone through my illness that mm-hmm. I was coming to tell them something mm. oh, health related. Yeah. Yes. So they were definitely relieved to hear that it wasn't related to that. <laughs> right. Okay, this is and the they were first like, time. We could get past this. You know? Okay, we're glad you're getting divorced. <laughs> right? This exactly. Is the it's the first kind of, time I've ever heard this situation. <laughs> right? They're going to tell your family you're getting divorced. They actually are elated about because right. it's not. That's better than the alternative. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's all yes. perspective, right? Yeah, it's yeah, all it perspective. It, te- it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. So wow. So I assume your did you find that your family and your friends kind of rallied around you because here you were, you know, and for a lot of different reasons, but really excluding them from a lot of things going on and your feelings and. And everything and so once that was all out what did you experience at that point yeah i think everyone jumps on board and they want to be supportive mm-hmm. um they want to help you and um your child and you know kind of help you all with what's next yeah um and that part's not easy either right any of right. the rest of the the getting the ball rolling with filing papers and sure MDAs and parenting yeah. plans and yeah coming yeah. to terms with it all coming to terms with it all and uh-huh. then um where are we all gonna live what's what's that gonna look like right you know, that was all yeah so part, there part after of the, process. the shock then there was a lot of stress yes yeah definitely so that's uh, you get a lot of support from your family and so as you start moving through this process um were, were y'all able to navigate it was it fairly cooperative uh, once you got to the practical parts of divorce and then a follow-up to that is what about kind of the emotional side or dealing more you know with your ex was that were y'all cooperative in both of those areas or not i think we said from the beginning that we definitely wanted to be Mm -hmm. um that's easier said than done sure when you start putting things on paper and dividing things and trying yeah. to figure out who gets what and yeah. yeah it's difficult and you try not to let the emotions be a part of it but you can't help but feel like definitely it's it's emotional mm-hmm. as you're trying to figure all these things out yeah 
yeah there's there's tension it's it's even in the best of trying to be amicable um it's hard not to feel the tension of that situation right sure yeah for sure yeah well that was a you know that was a long road i mean a lot of life was lived uh over a span of of a lot of years and a child and the like you said there were three of y'all it was this three this group of three that um kind of moved and did everything together experienced life together and then here you are even though your daughter's there and but it's still very lonely because you're the parent they're the child uh, they're not your friend in the sense right. of leaning on their shoulder and telling them you know you're having to carry that load emotionally and be supportive mm-hmm. um and but it sounds like you really tried to navigate that the best way you could and did a good job with it mm-hmm. i I definitely tried. Um, <laughs> I will say I reached out to one friend, and we were pretty good friends, but um, we'd never really talked about the divorce aspect, I guess, because I wasn't at that place. But I reached out to her, and I was like, how do you do this? Mm-hmm. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know how to be divorced. I've been married for 20 years. Right. This is all so foreign to me, and yeah. I just don't know how to move forward. And uh-huh. she said, well... I'll start. I'll introduce you to a bunch of my single divorced friends. You need friends that are in the same situation that you're in. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 A community. A, a community. You needed a community. Of people that understand. Definitely. Yes. Because it's hard to talk about divorce sometimes to your friends that have not experienced it. You know, they can listen, but sometimes they don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, you I know? think that's important. A community that understands right following a 20-year marriage meredith found herself rocked by infidelity and desperate to change her situation by slowly sinking back into the emotional shadows meredith had isolated herself from family and friends trying to maintain an untenable relationship Subscribe and follow our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on Instagram at Crossroads of Divorce. Mm -hmm.